The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. Listeners, please welcome multiple award-nominated European adult industry veteran, Raul Costa. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you, Chulo. Hello, everybody. It is wonderful to have you on. This is going to be a fantastic interview. You have had quite the career in the adult industry, so I'm super excited to be able to chat with you and pick your brain about your experiences. Thank you. I, I, I'll answer to your question. <laughs> I'm also happy to be here. Fantastic. So I like to start these interviews off by getting some unique stats, some unique statistics out the way. So let's start off with your height and weight. Uh, so my height is, uh, I would say, in a um, European way, okay? That's fine. The <laughs> listeners can Not use Google. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. So it, Okay, so it's, uh, I'm not very tall, I'm 175 tall, 175, and uh, centimeter, I mean, and uh, weight uh, 75 as well. What's your ethnic background? Uh, I am Italian. What's your zodiac sign? Gemini, uh, from 10, 10 June is my birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. And how old are you? I'm 34 now. Very nice. Very awesome. I'm a Gemini too. So Geminis are amazing people, listener. I'm just saying. Creative people. Yes. All right. Let's get to know a little bit about the man behind the performer. You mentioned Italian. I'm assuming you were born in Italy, correct? Yeah, in Sicily. Exactly. Awesome. So tell me, what was life like? growing up for you what was a young Raul like uh look i was uh, more like a nerd if i can say this kind of uh, of word uh even if i don't like much but it give you the image of how i was like i was a bit you know uh, into school uh, and uh, not really successful with girls uh, uh not taking care much about, you know, the body or whatever. And then after um, after nine, 19 years old, I start to be more uh, athletic, let's say. And uh, and slowly the life bring me bring me to to porn. I always like you know the um, sex uh, and all related stuff. Uh, and I also was um, in theater for a while, so I also like to act. And uh, porn gave me the possibility to mix uh, both. Of course, yes. I want to say sorry to people for my mistakes. My English is not 
perfect, I know. So I hope people uh, understand that. And uh... that's very kind of you for the apology, but I feel like your English is good. So I that yeah, everything yeah, was completely understandable. Yeah, but for sure, I will do a lot of grammar mistakes, you know, and that just just to say to people. I appreciate that. Now, I have to say this. I'm sure for the, a lot of the listeners, you know, because we do have an international audience, although the majority of our listeners are in the United States, I have to say, because you were born in Italy and grew up in Italy, there are many people listening right now that are incredibly envious of all of the amazing food that you have been able to eat <laughs> throughout your life, because Italian cuisine is beloved worldwide. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I love the way that you said that. You're like, <laughs> I know. It's delicious. And I eat delicious every day. It's, it's so good. It's a, fa- it's a fact. No, now, actually, I don't live in Italy, so I miss it, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. But, I mean, for the for a good amount of your life, you're eating good. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, all the the wonderful pasta, the amazing seafood. Yeah, especially in Sicily, where I come from, uh, like... You know, the seafood and in general, the products are really, really good. I believe it. Can you can you share a little bit about that with the listeners? You know, allow them to be jealous for a moment. <laughs> so I can say very fast maybe that we have, for example, fruits or vegetables that are so sweet that it looks like they have sugar <laughs> inside, but it's just <laughs> the, the weather, you know, and the land that makes uh, this kind of high-quality products. So, yeah. But also in America, there are some parts where the products are uh, are good. Uh, just, you know, we have the culture of the, the kitchen, I mean, of cooking. Uh, I also cook. That's how I survive when I'm not in Italy. I try to buy Italian stuff and cook at home, you know. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So what was going on in your life? prior to entering the adult industry. Mm-hmm. So you mean how I came in Portland? Like well, actually, arrived. what was going on with your life just before you entered the I business? Okay. Uh, so actually, I did many, many works. Uh, I studied economy in university, then I stopped. I had to stop for the start to work. And... Uh, I made really I can make a huge list of work so I will not uh, annoy people but uh, I can say fast that uh, I was for example agent from uh, electromedical uh, machines uh, in the labs you know the one for the blood and then I was uh, working in a studio music studio and make uh, uh, songs uh, write songs and then we was organizing even concert uh, in Italy uh, then I was in Rome uh, I moved in Rome and there for a while I was director of uh, Swinger Club with my ex-girlfriend and then from there I moved to Milan uh, where I meet the people that after give me the contact uh, to go inside port. All right, so we it have was to... a longer journey. Yeah, it was quite the journey. Incredibly fascinating because clearly, in the very beginning, you were not working in anything adult-oriented. But then you decide mm-hmm. to. You said you ran a swingers club. Uh, yeah, we had possibility to through friends uh, to have this swinger club and try to uh, to run it. 
and uh, it was uh, one year and a half nice it's a bit uh, crazy actually <laughs> so in the end we 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 quit uh, after a while but it was a good experience you know you learn a lot about people in this kind of place because people let them free kind of also with alcohol and then if you if you are an observer you can learn a lot about people about sexuality many things that's very true that's very true Okay, so let's talk about how you got into the industry. Yeah, uh, actually, I knew a um, famous porn star. Uh, that the name is Roberta Gemma. She was famous in Italy. Now she stopped. Uh, she stopped porn, and um, she gave me the the contacts. Uh, I mean, like agency, you know, to contact. She told me that uh, the most important city of porn is Budapest, uh, in Hungary. So I I moved there, and uh, through the contacts that she gave me, slowly I got into porn industry. Oh, very nice. So it was basically, uh, would you consider she was a friend? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually met her uh, with the husband in a show because I was fan of her when I was very young. You know, she was in Italy in television. She was famous. So she, she danced in clubs. She made like a show, live show, dancing, like choreography, all these things. So I go there because I was a fan when I was a kid. And then talking with her, uh, you know, my girlfriend make make jokes with her, saying, you know, he's uh, he have big dick, he can do that, he can do, uh, he have good resistance and blah blah blah, good looking. And then she say, look, if you wanna do, you know, there are not many new actors in porn, so if you want, I can give you some contacts. In the beginning, it was like a joke, but then get serious. And uh, and after we, she say, if you want to practice, I need a guy to make a movie. And so I make my first movie with her. And this movie go in Italy, like in television, in a program in the, in the night. Not the full movie, just the comedy, of course. Uh, but uh, then, you know, my family know about that because they saw me in uh, in the Channel 5. It was like in a famous program in the night. So after that, I just say, okay, let's try this uh, this business. May I ask, since you brought it up, what was the reaction? You know, I'm I'm curious. You know, it, because you know, here in America, I feel like American parents would give a specific reaction. Would European parents give the same reaction? Were they surprised? Were they what? Were they fine with it? Uh, d- depend, depend from, <laughs> you know, like, like in USA, uh, I think mentality, you know, from South maybe is a little bit more conservative uh, mm-hmm. and it's the same exactly in Europe. So especially in Italy uh, and especially in South Italy. So it's not easy. If I was a woman, it would be a lot harder, actually, unfortunately, because, you know, the mentality is still old ones. The patriarchy, Uh, yes. um, But as a man, anyway, I had a problem with my family, like, especially with my mom. 
probably if I was a girl, I have, would have more probably with my father. Uh, but um, I didn't talk with my mom for three years after she knew. And uh, then after a while, uh, she was a bit better because she saw that uh, Rocco, you know Rocco Sifredi? Of course, who does it, not? Uh, of porn and because he is in Italy is very famous he was he start to go in uh, some show in Italy so she was looking uh, you know Rocco there and thinking like oh so maybe porn people are not so bad and then she get a little bit better about this but still till now it's not so easy sometimes you know uh, my father uh, took it uh, better uh, like it was like, uh, okay, if you are happy and safe, for me, this is the most important. Probably I will not do that, he told me. But uh, important is that you found you find your uh, your way, your street. That's yeah. true. No, that's completely understandable. And, uh, I mean, Rocco, I mean, let's just be honest, a legend in the porn game. And Jeez. he has been able to really parlay him as a porn actor but also as a mainstream actor i mean i have seen him in mainstream movies like yeah he has yeah it was in television many times television film yeah i mean soon probably will be as serious about him and uh like uh yeah he's uh he's a big name and he also was one of the person that uh helped me the most uh, to be the actor that i am now because he teach me many things, especially mentally during the, the scene, during the movie, you know. Then I, I made a good switch after start to work with him. He gave me more, uh, he make me more secure of myself in the on the set. I love, me. I love that. I love the sound of that. I've never interviewed Rocco. I hope I get to interview him one day. He's a legend. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking a little bit more about Rocco in a little bit. So um so to continue on with the interview, in total, how long have you been in the adult industry? Um so in total is more is around 7 years, but actually the first uh, 2 years I was not really I was like going make uh, one two movies and then go back in Italy and then coming back after a few months. So you know, the first 2 years I will not consider really the start of my career we can say five years full almost six before that moment when you made the connection with somebody in the industry had you ever thought about porn as something that you wanted to experience or an industry you wanted to be in um honestly i didn't know um how to go in but also you see the porn uh, porn especially at that time now you know with only fans and other things it's more mainstream but before it was like uh, you know to be a rock star <laughs> it was a bit like uh, you see like uh, something very far from you you know so but i was uh, i was working uh, with a few girls um, uh, in webcam before porn I was uh, helping some girls, you know, to make videos uh, in webcam and live shows. And this helped me a lot, actually, when I arrived in porn, because I already know, you know, how to pose and uh, other little tricks that uh, you learn just 
with experience because of course in webcam people ask you to do stuff so you, you it's like a, a training for porn because it's the same on the set people ask you to do things so that that, that helped me a lot let's talk about your performer name how did you come up with your performer name uh actually it's a mix of two things uh raul uh, i took it from um japan uh, ma- manga no anime i don't know what to say like the cartoon <laughs> uh-huh. uh i don't know anime. In, i don't know in english the name of this of this cartoon is uh, is in italy is uh, ken the warrior and uh, the brother of this uh, this character the name is raul so i took from from there because i like that the name is very pornish name i i was thinking about that so uh, i choose this name and costa uh is actually a surname of my city like really a lot of people are named costa but um, i also choose because uh, it must sound good with raul and must be something easy to remember and also i saw that the word costa it's very it's used and very similar in english in spanish in italian because costa you know is the is the cost in english in english too so it's not difficult for most of the people in the world to pronounce and to remember so that was my my thinking i like it very good thinking yes and it works it it really flows together well yeah it sounds cool i think <laughs> i agree now let's go back in time and let's talk about your very first time at a porn shoot what was that experience like for you <laughs> kind of trauma. okay let let's uh, let's say uh, there is there is actually two first time because there is the first time that i told you before with the porn star the famous porn star but that was more amateur because it was just uh, at her place you know with with one cameraman so it's easy like that but the really the real first uh, first time was in budapest and was for a production that uh, is a ddf and uh, and it was very difficult for me i remember i was if i look now myself i was terrible okay for be the first time not so not so bad because they called me again but uh, if i look now with the, with the experience and knowledge that i know now terrible <laughs> of course uh, but you know slowly with the experience you you get better of course I am curious to ask you what was your mind set like that day were you a little bit nervous were you excited what was going on in your mind during that very first shoot very stressed but uh, till uh, you know I I can say the first 2 years I was very stressed every every shoot because uh, it's like your business card you know to the production so if you are not of course it, back so imagine the pressure you have knowing that you want to do that and and that is your only chance <laughs> it's like it's really it's really stressful and, and that's why for people it's so difficult uh, 
and for production it's so difficult to find new guys because they you know every person say oh i fucking private i do orgy i am an open mind blah 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 but then when they are on the set with all the people there the lights on you and everybody look at you it's it's not so easy it's a difficult job so it it was it was stressful yes but 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 uh, some some images were uh, were nice. I mean, like seeing uh, naked girls uh, everywhere, this uh, free mind uh, on the set. I was not uh, used. Nobody's used to that actually. Yeah, so it's it's a new experience anyway. Absolutely, and I would also assume that the style of fucking that you're doing specifically for the camera, you know, opening up for the camera, making sure that the camera can see everything, that might have been, in the beginning, a little... Was it a little difficult to get accustomed to? Yeah. Uh, as I told you, I was uh, a bit trained from the webcam, but uh, before, when I, when I was webcamming with girls, but still many, many things I didn't know. And uh, some producers, uh, especially the producer of Reality King and the producer of 21 Sexy, they really helped me in the beginning uh, because they saw, they told me at that time, you are not perfect, you make many mistakes, but we see potential, so we want to help you. And they teach me a lot. Like, uh, you know, there are many little things that you don't even think the first time, like wh- where you put the hand, how you moan even, you know, like uh, how you breathe. Because sometimes the breathing is is a bit disturbing for the microphone, so you need to be careful also about that. Like there are many, many little details uh, that you learn with uh, with time. What do you And mean? the opening, as you say, also, like it's uh, it's something that is... Sometimes it's even uncomfortable, but in porn we say if you are uncomfortable, it means you are doing right. Yeah, absolutely. I can only imagine, you know, because some of those positions, I mean, it's, for lack of a better word, I mean, it's it's not natural if you're just having regular sex, but it's natural for us, the viewers, so that we can see it. You know, because we have to see uh, that's what we're that's what we're watching. You know what I'm saying? We want to see the penetration, and yeah. unfortunately for performers, sometimes it's not the most comfortable position to open up yeah. and and to make it so that we, as the viewers, as the audience, can actually see what's going on. Yeah, but with time, you learn also how to do both things. I mean, like to mix. You know, sometimes you 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 make see the other people. Sometimes you put maybe they see less, but you can do other stuff that are more uh, even exciting than just see. Uh, so there are li- little tricks that you that you learn to to be not always <laughs> uncomfortable, but to to enjoy also the the scene. Just you learn uh, with time, of course. What do you enjoy most about starring in porn scenes? Uh, so, what I like most uh, is the effect. Uh, uh, it's funny sometimes the effect to the girls that I see because normally, you know, in a, in a, in a, let's say in a date of a girl and uh, 
imagine a girl and a guy that date. Normally, it's the guy that is more nervous, <laughs> you know. But but when you are in porn, it's the opposite. And sometimes this is this is funny in the beginning. Then, uh, of course, after I, I hope the person with me is comfortable, and you know, we both can enjoy our company. But uh, this change because you know before, as I told you, I was. Uh, nerdy guy with video games and studying and books so i was to let's say the other side you know so this this changing of side is uh it's funny sometimes and it's uh, a good boost also for the ego for the ego sorry maybe in in english it's ego uh, that's that's the psychological side um on the if we talk about uh, yeah the work itself uh, okay it's, it's good money if you compare with uh, with regular jobs and uh, your job is basically fucking of course it's a bit more stressful and long than private life but still you're not uh, breaking rocks you know what i mean so that's that's something we need to remember always to be lucky to do this job and to be professional because it's still a job but you know to to give the importance to the lucky that we have um, and that's yeah that's and if I say, you know, fuck beautiful girls, it's it's very obvious, uh, like a good side of my job. So uh, I will say these things. When you are at a porn shoot, let's talk about the good and the bad about being on a porn set. When you're on yeah. set, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? So, turn me on, exactly like in private life, uh, the thing that uh, turned me on most is when I see that the girl is really enjoying uh, to have sex with me and, and want it. That, that's, uh, and that she likes me, you know, this, this passion, this feeling of, uh, this for sure is the, the, the best thing. Um, what I hate most or I don't like most uh, probably if the girl uh, is not really clean sometimes especially like new girls can happen uh, because I'm pretty sensible to to smells you know and this thing so the, this, this probably is the thing or when uh, there is a girl that uh, like come on the set with a with not a good attitude, let's say like that, and then it makes difficult for everyone. This is another thing that I don't like. How would you describe uh, your fuck style? How would you describe your style of fucking? Well, it depends on the girl. You know, every girl is different, exactly as every man is different. So for me, it's important to see that the girl is enjoying. Because the thing that turned me on most is seeing the girl uh, having orgasm and enjoying what, what I'm doing. So I, I, can, I can modify my style depending on what the girl likes. But if I need to be a bit selfish, I would say that what I like most is to be, 
dominating but not so extreme and mixing the the slow sex passion with the rough uh, rough sex uh, you know so so i like more, a lot of the mixing you know with the like give a kiss and then a slap if the girl like you know this kind of mix uh, uh, i really like let's break down a porn scene in a scene which do you enjoy the most oral vaginal or anal um vaginal for sure vaginal because um oral it depends on the girls like some girls can do good some other not so well you can feel even pain you know with with my sights and and also oral depend and uh, anal i can like uh but also you know it can happen that maybe the girl you know there are some mistake the girl maybe is not uh, perfectly clean or like mm, it's a bit more complicated and also personally when the when the ass open you know because after a while the ass open so you feel less uh the pussy uh, uh, you know, they, they have a hand, so <laughs> it cannot uh, open too much. So you still feel more. So if um, I prefer pussy. Yeah. In a scene, do you enjoy being rimmed? No, I never do. I actually, give me how you call when someone touch you the armpit and you laugh. I oh, it tickles. It tickles. Yes, it give me too much tickles, so I cannot enjoy. <laughs> And that's why I don't do it. I love... Can I just tell you the visual in my mind of you trying to get rimmed and all that's happening is you laughing is <laughs> very funny in my mind. It's exactly like that. Yeah. The problem is that I laugh with, with, with the dick soft, you know, so it's not working. That is too much. The yeah. the behind the scenes of of that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position to perform for the camera? And is it the same position that you enjoy performing in your personal life that you enjoy doing in your personal life? Uh yes or no. I mean, my my favorite position are uh, missionary and doggy. And uh, but in on the in private life, by but on the set, um, the the doggy is the more the most comfortable for sure. And of course, we know how a scene ends with the cum shot, the money shot, the pop shot. Where is your favorite place to shoot your load? Oh, uh, this depends also on, on the girl. I mean, like. Of course, if we talk about just sensation, like feelings, uh, the, the, the cream pie, I mean, to come in the pussy when you're fucking is the most hard uh, feeling, the most probably the most good. But uh, it depends on the girl, because if the girl is very pretty, for example, on the face, it can be it can be nice too. Uh, and also for me, as I told you before, it depends on the girl. So the girl, uh, if I see that the girls really want it, I don't know, on the body or on the face, I like the fact that she wants that, you know. So for me, this is important. 
Over the course of your career in the industry, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Now, I'm not looking for like top five or top three or anything like that. Just names mm-hmm. that pop up in your mind as favorites. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say uh, Leah Silver. Um, let's say so the first name come in my mind. Leah Silver, Mimi Tsitsa, Veronica Leal. Um, maybe Nata Ocean and uh, Lialin, also new girl, very good. I like to work with her. Uh, there are there are a few. If I think I can say more names, uh, I mean I, I made like hundreds of movies, but uh, at least uh, twenty, thirty girls, really, really good. Uh, uh, there are, there are for sure. But but I told you just the names that come like immediately in my mind. Who have you not worked with yet that you would love to do a scene? Sorry, with? I would I would add also Tiffany Tatum because she's really good and I feel that is a is bad that I didn't say in the list of the names. Tell me the the question, sorry. No, not not a problem. That was a good name to add to the list. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who have you not worked with yet that you would love to do a scene with? Who is on Raul's wish list? Well, um, at the moment, uh, I have to say that I I was lucky enough to work with all girls I wanted. Actually, there was some girl in the past that I would like to work with and I never did. But uh, from girls that are working right now, uh, I work with all the girls I like, honestly. But uh, in the past, I would love to work uh, with uh, Lana Rhodes, for example. But I never. I will say this. It's a testament to, number one, the incredible work that you do. And number two, the quality of work that you do, that you you can actually say that. I mean, you work with some spectacular porn studios, and you've been in incredible productions. So, you know, it's incredibly impressive to say, to be able to say what you just said, that you have been able to really work with everyone that you have been wanting to work with. Yeah, I was lucky to, you know, there are not many actors, uh, male actors uh, in professional porn. So that gave me the possibility to really work with all the biggest production. I mean, like Brothers, Reality King, um, whatever, like almost all. So in the end, uh, that's why I I was lucky to, to have the best performers. Work, work with me and make uh, good videos also because of them, not just because of me, of course. Absolutely, yes. Who are individuals in the industry, not just performers, but maybe even behind the scenes as well, that <laughs> you look up to? Are there any individuals in the industry that <laughs> have inspired you with your career and with what you're trying to do, the, the mark that you're trying to leave in the adult industry? Yeah, yeah, I would say Rocco because I was looking his movies when I was young, you know, so probably even indirectly, I, I, 
I do stuff similar similar to him because uh, it's like the imprinting he gave me when I was young. Um, but uh, for example, my best friend says the, he, he called me the Italian James Dean. So yeah, for James Dean also is uh, it's someone that uh, I can feel related, like kind of similar style. I will say this: if you're going to be inspired by anybody that's in the in in Europe, Rocco is an excellent choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like uh, I, I say, Rocco for sure. Uh, I made James Dean because uh, we are similar. We have similar way to to have sex and uh, similar sides. Also, we are both. So then I know that after we have some some problem in USA with the girls, but uh, uh, I didn't mean about that. I mean just the way we have sex and the way we we look a bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, for sure, the, the the biggest inspiration I can have, uh, uh, and even the more near I have is Rocco. So. Let's talk about Rocco Sofredi. We have to talk about him. You you mentioned him a couple of times. Uh, you have been you have done you know quite a bit about of work with Rocco. You mentioned that you know he gave you some tips and this and that or the other. I mean he, as I said, you know he is a legend in the porn game period but he is legendary in europe i mean he is incredibly well known he's had quite the career what was it like to make the connection with him and uh you know what kind of advice has he been able to give you throughout your career uh actually i didn't want uh, i can go to work uh, with rocco in the beginning of my career but um, I say no, because uh, it was very important to me to arrive to work with Rocco when I felt that I was ready to work with Rocco. So I wait two years to make experience uh, and to, to, be, to be better. And then I contact him and he gave me possibility to to make movie for him uh, first movies were good but uh, still so so and uh, he, he really teach me like he teach me how to be more confident because you know when you are in a porn uh, in a porn set you need to think about lights about the girl about uh, shadows about uh, the director about the microphone about what you say where you look uh, where you how you move everything so your brain is like going crazy because in the meanwhile you need to be also horny you need to remember the position it's like it's not easy uh, so this sometime before um, was um, sometimes I I was losing myself in this and then uh, you can see this also in other actors uh, you became like like a robot a bit because you are thinking other things so you move but not really with that passion that uh, that you need so I will say that uh, Rocco teach me to. Uh, to be a little bit more free on the set and to think uh, and prioritize more my pleasure and uh, the the sex and, and look less about the details that are important but that actually you 
after a while uh, you it's like driving a car you know in the beginning uh, not automatic car with manual gear you know in the beginning it's strange difficult seems impossible but then you 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 do it without even thinking about it. it's like automatic automatic so th- that was the step that he made me do and uh, and it helped me a lot to be a better performer and to have more control uh, during this scene as well Something that I'm curious to ask you about, because I, I, was, I was trying just to remember, because I have seen a lot of your scenes, and I'm, I, I don't know if you've done this before, but, you know, when I think of European productions, when I think of, you know, some of the extreme sort of things that some productions do, you know, double vaginal, double anal sort of comes to mind. Have you done those types of scenes before? Uh, I did just in the beginning of career because you know you don't, you really don't know what what you like what you don't you try to 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 make connection with producers so in the beginning you accept more or less every everything more or less of course with limits uh, so in the beginning I did some movies uh, for example for legal porn that is exactly the kind that you was talking about uh, DP uh, even uh, triple penetration all these things I did just uh, some dp some double but it's not really my my cup of tea so after a while uh, i stop i made uh, for other productions some normal dp during time uh, but then like after three years uh, i stop and i start to make just uh, just with guests because i feel more more comfortable to to work alone uh, it's also you know, in the porn, uh, some guys uh, use uh, helping, let's say like that, So, and I don't. So that, that means that uh, sometimes uh, they need to wait, you know, with the card, and for me it was more stressful uh, uh, and so more difficult to have the D card, so I prefer to work alone in the end because of all of that. We'll talk about the helping in a moment. Because I have a question for you about that. I will say those types of scenes, I mean, even just a regular DP, um, whether it's just a regular DP or double vaginal or double anal, I would assume just the choreography of that must be incredibly interesting. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you kind of have to do a little bit of choreography to make sure, you know, number one, as we discussed earlier, you have to open up for the camera a little bit. And number two, I mean, there's an additional person there in the scene. There's, a, there's an additional male performer. So you have to make sure, you know, both of you are almost in rhythm so that, you know, the sex is pleasurable. Yeah, yeah, because you can hurt also the girl. So you must be very careful. It's not, it's not easy at all. You're right. Well, now it's time for the big question, a question that I'm sure a lot of your fans and supporters might be curious to know. How big is Raul Costa? How much is Raul packing? Uh, I'll say again in in centimeters. Uh, I I am around um, 20 in centimeters in uh, long, but uh, the best uh, thing of me is how much is large, not how much is long. It's long enough. To, to make porn and don't hurt girls, but it's uh, it's quite large. That that uh, the the good thing. There you go. To translate what Raul is saying is he's got some girth. 
<laughs> I don't know this word, but I trust you. Okay. Yes, that means you got a you got a chubby penis. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, he's I thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. There you go. That's where the problems with oral can come in sometimes. Uh, yes, but when you learn, you know, to do to do in the right way, then uh, in the end you can make it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm also lucky that I have a very good uh, cam shot. This also helped me a lot, uh, especially in the beginning, because, you know, production was like, uh, okay, this guy is not perfect, but he has uh, a chubby cock, as you say, and very good cam shot. So let, let's try to teach him <laughs> how to work. That was my, my lucky as well. I love that. And you're actually leading me into my next question. Let's talk about your cum shots. I mean, your cum shots are impressive. Do you do anything in particular to make sure that the cum shot looks good for the camera? Do you do anything to prepare or is it just 100% natural? Is it something that you've always been able to do? Okay. Um, it's, uh, let's say, 95% natural and 5% is that uh, I, I took it, like, I know that is something that is very good and that it's rare so i put attention it it means that for example i try to don't come the day or the night before i have a movie and this helped me to have more and also i i drink uh, like i I am healthy person so i drink a lot of water uh, almost no alcohol uh, eat good uh, so this this helped me, but um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's genetic. I was even when I was young, uh, you know, I was coming a lot. Let's talk about what you alluded to just a couple of answers ago. Let's talk about the help that some performers have. There are performers that take Viagra or. or things that are similar to that to help them in the scenes, you know, to have that rock-hard erection, especially if they're in a scene that is going to take a long time. There are also some performers that use injections in the penis to to also maintain that rock-hard. The most common is the second yeah, the, the injections are. I think nowadays the injections are much more common than I think Viagra. Viagra used to be something when I first started doing interviews. Performers were taking a lot more Viagra. Um, now it's much more injections. Um, I did interview a performer recently um, who is based in Europe, and he was talking about you know performers and using injections and that sort of thing. So it is incredibly common. I want to get your your take on that because i mean you have an impressive erection in your scenes so mm. I, I just want you to to give your opinion on the usage of injections and and that sort of thing uh so i will say that my erection actually if you look very good the movies are not always perfect <laughs> because because like like a rock you know because uh, many times my my dick is like a bit soft you know a bit down or whatever because uh, I, I i i keep it natural and as i told you i prefer to don't go party you know the night before or have sex so i i can be 
I can rest and I can be, you know, more active. Uh, uh, even uh, what, what what I eat, uh, I try to to eat stuff that increase, uh, for example, the testosterone. Um, and 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 you know with healthy healthy lifestyle uh, you it's a help uh, many many actors probably don't have a healthy lifestyle so for them is of course more difficult and then or they have the pressure that we was talking before so for all of so for all of that then they use uh, uh, this kind of help uh, now now is really rare uh, that a guy doesn't use nothing. I mean, me too, for example, when when the scene is too long or the girl is a bit difficult or whatever, it's a, it's a difficult day, sometimes I use the Viagra. But I try to keep more natural that I can, till I can. Also because I saw, you know, some guys uh, then having a problem with the dick because of this uh, injection of these things and... I honestly don't want to go in the hospital or something like that. So I prefer to to don't do crazy stuff, uh, triple penetration and things. And maybe I get less money, but uh, I I live more happy. I think like this. Are there any misconceptions or myths about porn stars that you would like to dispel? Are there any? maybe misconceptions or assumptions that the fans mm. might have about porn stars, porn productions that you would like to set the record straight on? Yeah, there are, of course. Like There are a lot of stereotypes uh, that I have to say that in many cases are true, but uh, sometimes not. For example, people think that uh, production like, uh, you know, fake taxi or casting they take uh, people really from the street, uh, like uh, they don't know they are recorded. But it's, of course, it's not like this because there are contracts and they are uh, actresses and actors. So, but but many people think that they are real. Uh, or, for example, many people think that uh, in the set uh, people are fucking uh, orgy all the time. And, and, but no, it's a lot more. Uh, it's a lot more professional and serious. Many many performers have families, so when they finish, they go home to the family. Like it's uh, it's a lot less crazy than than you can think. Of course, there are uh, some sometimes some parties, some things that they are over the, the the regular things. But normally, it's not so crazy as people think. It's more pro- professional and more difficult. Than, than people think. Let me just tell you, because you guys have the fake taxi in Europe. Here yeah. in the U.S., we have the the bang bus, and yeah. uh, there are still some people that think that is real life. Yes, I know. Which I, <laughs> I'm I like... Young, when I was very, very young, uh, I grew up with the uh, bang bus. You remember they have the, 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 the bus. The, the bus, bus, yes. Yeah, the same what you're telling. And uh, when I was very, very young, I was more naive. Uh, me too, I was thinking they was really keep taking girls from the street. But of course, after you, you should realize that they are actresses. So it's not true. Exactly. Yes. I mean, it's crazy. But, you know, it, it's interesting. The innocence that some people have. You know, thinking. Yeah, and maybe they elude themselves just to be more happy when they masturbate. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. It could be that too. 
Is there an aspect of the adult industry that you do not enjoy? Uh, well, the the days uh, where the, the I told you when, when there is somebody in the set that is not really in the good mood can be hard, but mostly probably is that um, maybe what I miss in this business is uh, the possibility to trust and build the relationship it's complicated also because people in porn uh, most of the time just come in porn for a while and then they disappear they do other things they change country so it's even difficult because of that and uh, and also many people are not so so deep as a person i will not say sharp but uh, not so deep so maybe I, i miss a bit of talking uh, not just about asses you know maybe 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 this you mentioned relationships so i want to get your take on being a porn star and having a dating life having romance while ha- while being in the adult industry is it difficult as someone who has been in the industry for you know a few years as someone who i would call an adult industry veteran as someone who is consistently getting work working with some of the top studios is it difficult to date is it difficult to establish you know, some sort of relationship while doing the work that you do? Uh, This is, like, uh, not so different from uh, normal, uh, like, from, let's say, regular life. Uh, So not porn life. Uh, It's difficult anyway, you know, to find the person that you really can trust and the person that give you the freedom. But, of course, in this case... when I go work, I don't go to an office, but I go to, to have sex with other guests. So uh, in uh, in our case, it's better probably to have a relationship with the person that is already in porn because can understand better, of course, uh, what what you are doing. And uh, uh, but in the same way, depend also what kind of people you are, what kind of person because. Even uh, I had some some relationship, you know, in porn, and even with people that uh, looks like open mind and blah blah blah, they still uh, when when they get more attached to you, they still can be very jealous. I was also jealous too, so uh, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. Let's face it. Even if you have an open mind, I mean, I I was as I told you like a swinger, open couple, whatever, but. Uh, when you are in the porn, it's, uh, it's a bit uh, a bit different. Let's talk about your original content. Let's talk about the content that you create for your OnlyFans. What type of content can the listeners expect to see on your OnlyFans? Mm-hmm. First, I want to say, my, if I can, that my OnlyFans is Raul Costa 69 so... I promote a bit myself. Of course, yes. <laughs> and uh, so um, now actually there is a big changing because uh, I'm starting to make uh, uh, new videos with a lot of girls. So I have already some video that are exactly what I say to you before. So a mix of passion and uh, rough sex, uh, a lot of deep throat uh, with saliva, all these things I really like. 
uh, very good cam shot, of course, but uh, I'm also changing about that because I want to concentrate more on my on my cam shot and on my strong point and uh, and also about about adding more gears. So the day I will find the the most uh, pretty guess i also do or try to do many custom videos so they can ask me to if they like some girl that is here to work in europe i can make custom video with them so that that's what uh, what they will see and also i can make uh, and i will and i already did uh, many solo video because for for some some people of course the subscribe because they want to see me and not the girl so there is also this option to see me in solo movies or masturbate, you know, whatever is about me. What goes into the creation of a good solo scene? Mm, you mean what must have a solo movie to be good? Yeah, like how do, how do you make a good solo scene? Is it, is, is it as simple as just pulling the dick out and masturbating? Um, no. Uh, uh, first of all, it depends what what the person likes. So it depends on the request. For example, I had a person that uh, likes to see me uh, masturbate standing, and then uh, before uh, coming, I I need to to make like countdown, you know, like ten, nine, and then come. And this was actually like uh, surprisingly good for me. I didn't know why. <laughs> I didn't know this. So I, I even learning stuff about me, what I like from from Gaston videos. Uh, so it depends what people like because some people maybe like more a POV view. Some other prefer to see from down because the dick and the balls look bigger so there are also some kind of tricks uh, to make things more spicy uh, so so it depends really from from what is the request how often do you update your only fans how often do you release something new through your only fans uh, now i am in a period where i am doing a lot of videos and editing so i, I am more concentrate on custom uh, on custom videos, uh, there are of course already some videos, uh, many photos and other uh, backstage things in my OnlyFans, but uh, soon it will be a lot more constant uh, and, and a lot more content. Fantastic. Is there anything that you currently are not doing on your OnlyFans in your original content that you plan on adding in the future? Is there any type of scenario or anything that you haven't done yet that you plan on implementing in your OnlyFans? No, I, I think I already already told you told you all because there there are there are many things you can do, but I prefer to concentrate on what I like because I think that when especially about sex when you do what you like uh, the result uh, it's more um, hot and enjoyable even for who look no the um, it's totally different so I'm concentrated on that but of course if someone uh, has some particular request I we can discuss and if it's something that uh, for me it's fine I uh, I do. Of course, I have my limits. I have things that I don't do, but I think uh, everybody has. That is true, yes. 
Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Raul Costa. Well, maybe I can say that I have, uh, because I don't share uh, my private life so much in social media. So if you see there, it's pretty professional. Uh, but actually, I like to do a lot of things. Uh, like I, I draw, I write, uh, uh, poetry, songs, uh, I'm uh, learning uh, to play guitar, uh, I play football, uh, I have many passions, uh, car, watches, like, uh, I, I really like, I cook, as I told you before, I really have many, many interests uh, in, in my life, yes, maybe, maybe I should uh, share more of this, uh, I'm thinking about opening a TikTok and starting to share uh, even this side of my life. So, but that's what I will say, what I will answer to your question. And it all makes sense, being a Gemini, being a creative person. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not really into, you know, (laughs) science, uh, but, but, uh, yeah, I I say before, like, like a joke a bit, but, uh, but yes, let's, let's say like that. I will say this. I'm not into signs either. I mean, it, it's interesting. I always ask because I feel like there are people that are interested in knowing that kind of stuff. But no, some no. of the stuff, some of the characteristics, they do link up a little bit. Uh, yes, but I also like, to me, it looks like we concentrate just on coincidence, but uh, we don't co- we don't really look at the difference between people. Also, because I met people uh, not Gemini that was creative as well and very similar to me but they are I don't know some other uh, some other sign so I I think you are uh, um, you are your parents you are your uh, your experience you are your traumas you are where where you grow up uh, you are all of that mixed with uh, with genetic uh, uh, I don't I don't really think that uh, or, or we can say that maybe, you know, planets uh, can have uh, some influence on us, exactly like with animals and whatever. But um, I, I, cannot, I cannot believe that uh, from 1 of June to 29, you are Gemini. You know, it's, so, it's too much uh, uh, organized like our society. It doesn't sound very scientific. I like that answer. No, I I don't disagree with a lot of what you said. I, yeah, I like that answer. Describe yourself in 10 words or less. Whoa. (laughs) I didn't didn't expect that. In 10 words or less. Myself. Uh, Okay, let's say... uh, If I say uh, a list of things, then I cannot say... Uh, if I start to say, you know, creative, this, this, and that, then I cannot say humble, you know. <laughs> it looks like I am. Um, no, okay, let's be serious. Um, for sure, creative, uh, sometimes stubborn, um, very curious, very, even too much. Um, I am very calm, calm person, not, not uh, loud. Um, what else? Another, another, um, loyal. 
which is unfortunately rare nowadays. A bit. Sometimes I'm a bit nose up. I don't know if it's correct in English or give the image. Like maybe I can I can give you know the feeling that I am snob. I don't know if you understand. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Maybe yeah. This is one of my of my mistake. A bit anxious. Because uh, I am too much perfectionist, so if things uh, I don't feel that I do perfect, uh, I, I feel bad with myself. Um, I don't know what, what else. Uh, um, yeah, let's let's say that these things. Probably a lot more things, but no, <laughs> what uh, comes to my mind is. As we start wrapping things up, as we start getting close to the end of the interview, I have this list of pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow the listeners and your fans to get to know some of your favorites. So the first question in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Uh, television shows, you mean serious like not a movie. Correct. Series. I have a whole question about movies in a moment, but right now it's television shows, television series. Okay, so for sure, Soprano, <laughs> of course, coming from Sicily, it cannot, cannot, uh, must be in the list. Um, I like uh, Breaking Bad. Um, other series, what I saw. I am actually more um, a movie, a movie guy than a serious guy. But there are there are nice series. There are some series. Uh, there is one uh, Alice in Wonderland is the name. It is a, a Japan series. Very 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 cool. It's like a metaphor of uh, the problem of our life. It's really mm-hmm. really. Um, yeah, you know the the one Korean where they kill everybody was 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 the name, Squid Game. Squid Game that was also cool. Uh, yeah, these these are probably my my favorite series. There are also some other little series about criminality, but they are Italian, so they are not famous. It doesn't have sense that I know that I say now. Uh, but I'm more uh, a movie guy. I really like movies a lot. I have like 2,000 movies at home. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Well, that's, that's difficult. Uh, okay, if I need to choose one, uh, it's, a, it's a good battle between uh, probably Michael Jackson and, um, uh, and Freddie Mercury. Um, yeah, I would say also Eminem, the the the, the mainstream one. Huh? I'm saying now. Of course, I like. I actually like a lot of music. As I told you, I was working in studio, so I really, I really like music a lot. So I can nominate many <laughs> many singers that I like. But for the most mainstream, these three are the on the top yes now this one's going to be difficult 
because you are a cinephile. I'm a cinephile as well. I love movies. And I have a big DVD collection as well. But I'm only asking for three. What are Ooh. three? I know, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> what are three of your most favorite films? Jesus. Uh... Uh, what is the name in it? Because in English, have another name. The one uh, Shawshank Prison. What Shawshank is Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that that's that's one for sure. Uh, just in Italy, have another name. So that's why I do remember. Uh, a tree. It's really wow. If I say fast, maybe I can say more. <laughs> you can say more. But there, are, there are people that it's break so the rules. Deep. It's fine. It's so difficult. Like, you know, I will say a lot. Uh, I like uh, the impact, for example, that Matrix had. I will not put uh, the thing, but the impact, it was great. I like a lot Tarantino. So I could say like Pulp Fiction or Django as well. They are really beautiful movies. Uh, Inglorious Bastards also is amazing. Uh, Jurassic Park had really big influence when I was young. So in general, Spielberg, the shark, uh, you know, the first, it's amazing. Uh, there are there are many. I like a lot uh, the like uh, the you know this comic uh, like Marvel things. I like a lot uh, V for Vendetta. I think it's my favorite of this one, uh, uh, this kind. Uh, really, I can make a huge list, but let, let's say this this movies. Let's stop here. Now that I'm thinking about the next question, because this this is a question, this set of questions, you know, I do ask all of the performers the very first time that I interview them. Now that I'm thinking about it, this one's going to be difficult as well because it's food-oriented. But the way that... now already I feel really bad about before because now you are talking, but I still am thinking about other movies. Well, that's, that's <laughs> really... wonderful. But okay, let's go on. That's wonderful. The whole point of this, this set, because it's five questions, so it's five, four, three, two, one. And this one's going to be difficult, but I have to ask you. What are two foods you can't live without? Oh, two? Two foods you cannot live without. Put it or that I cannot live without, because it's a very different question, actually. Even the answer is different. Like, if you tell me the two foods that are your favorite or that you cannot live without, for me, it's, it's different. So answer it both ways. I'm, I'm interested in hearing what, the answers. Okay, so my favorite uh, uh, one is the um, um, eggplant roll Norma. It's a Sicilian plate. Normally you eat in the um, Mary, marriage. And uh, it's like, uh, imagine spaghetti with sauce um, rolled inside an eggplant that is cut very thin, and then you put in the oven after you cook, and then you, you put the cheese on it. This is amazing. Now, now I, I, I say the recipe in a very simple way. is actually a lot more complicated, but um, this is one, one of my favorites for sure. And, uh, yeah, and also some kind of pizza uh, too. Not all, of course, but some, some kind for me are amazing. 
especially with truffle. Uh, you know, in Italy, we, we mix a lot. We don't put pineapple, <laughs> but, but we, we... I don't either, it. but there are people that like it. No, uh, but I'm no judgment. Actually, 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 you can put. I mean, like, in Italy, in some part, uh, really, we put even... Uh, fruit we put uh, fish seafood uh, so it's uh, it's really more uh, a joke uh, online but we we actually put a lot of stuff on pizza it just depends how you do that you know so that that that's what make uh, what make different and the combination of flavors that you make uh, but uh, yeah I will say that but if there is a, a food that I cannot live without especially now is the rice because it's perfect for porn. Uh, because the rice gives you energy for work all day, but in the same way you don't feel, you know, heavy in the stomach. Uh, rice and eggs, for sure. They are, like, perfect for, for my job. So I cannot live now without them. And, well, before I even get to the next question, now I'm hungry. Because the the dishes <laughs> that you mentioned, the the eggplant one sounds spectacular. Good grief! It is, it is insane. All right, and what is one of your guilty pleasures? Uh, what do you mean? Sorry, with other words. Okay, guilty pleasure would will be what's an indulgence for you? What do you find indulgent? Indulgent, like you mean like my 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 secret sin? I don't know exactly. I yeah. Uh, chocolate. <laughs> yes, Cho- for sure it's chocolate. Well, chocolate. I will say this: European chocolate is top tier. Uh yes, but uh, there are some places, Italy, Switzerland, and uh, French, Belgium. That that side, it's unbelievable for chocolate. Austrian as well, really, really good. Uh, so yeah, I will say I will say chocolate, but uh, I can say also that I love to masturbate. Uh, it's also something. <laughs> <laughs> I I always say that uh, a good uh, jerk off it's better than a bad fuck. You know, so that is true. So yeah, so probably chocolate and masturbate. Let's say this stuff. There you go. You're eating chocolate in one hand, and you have your dick in the other. <laughs> Multitask. <laughs> Multitask, yes. It happened, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's a nice visual for the listeners. Uh, maybe for someone, yes. Yes. <laughs> Roll is too much. What are you currently binging? Are you currently binge-watching anything? Are you currently, you know, watching a series maybe on, like, a streaming service, like Netflix or something like that? Is there anything that you are currently watching? Yeah, yeah, I have everything. Like, uh, really, <laughs> I have uh, all because I like uh, documentaries. They have uh, sometimes some movies. Uh, uh, not, not really a lot of series, but you know why? Because I am kind of person that if I start something, I need to finish it. So uh, when when I start the series, my life stops because when I come home, I put and I look till the night. You know, till I don't fall asleep. It's like a kind of drug for me, so maybe that's why I try to be far from serious, to don't destroy my my, my private life. Um, so yes, I have everything like Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, HBO, 
everything. <laughs> and uh, even uh, satellite Italian uh, Italian things also because I like football as a good Italian, you know. So yeah, I, I look uh, a lot of uh, television, maybe even too much. What's next for Raul Costa? What's next for you? What's coming up for you? What can the listeners expect to see you in soon? What should they know about that's going to be released very soon? Uh, probably for Italians, uh, I would say there is a very interesting interview made with Rocco that I think is really good. But it's just in Italian. I don't know if he will put uh, English subtitles. I hope. Yes, I think yes. Uh, there is also a podcast. Uh, the name is uh, EuroX News. It's a new podcast made uh, from uh, from porn people and uh, about European porn, of course. Uh, and uh, very soon, like in few weeks, uh, will come out my my interview. Actually, in two parts because it's very long, but uh, also it's funny. Uh, well, <clears throat> and uh, as I told you, they, they will see a lot more contents uh, and uh, new videos on Pornhub that I'm opening now as well and uh, managing myself. So, yeah, they, they will see a lot of many things new. Fantastic. And new piece for production because this uh, I always do. It's my, my regular job. Absolutely. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media as well? You know, please repeat the link on where they can get your original content. Oh, yeah. So the um, OnlyFans is Raul Costa 69. But uh, also I'm very active, uh, especially in Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is uh, Raul Costa XXX with three X. And uh, Instagram is uh, Raul Costa Official, um, where I put, uh, you know, <clears throat> picture uh, of my work, uh, something about me. So they, they can uh, mostly find me there. But uh, I'm thinking about also opening uh, TikTok. I cannot promote now because it's not open yet. So, uh, But uh, really, it's something that I'm thinking about. Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in? Oh, yes. Thank you to listen this uh, stupid Italian guy talk. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, th thank you really for the support and uh, the love they give me always. I have many people write me a lot of nice things, and that's really make you feel, you know, you are doing good and it's important. Uh, I, I try always to answer to anyone, so who want to write me, can write me, I will, I will answer because I manage myself, all my social media. Um, and nothing, and I can say also thanks to you because it was a really nice interview. Well, one of my favorite I ever did, actually, I need to be honest. Real? Oh, that is, that's incredibly... Very nice and complete uh, questions. Uh, like, uh, really. I appreciate that, Raul Costa. Like, I, that, that is incredibly humbling to hear from, you know, it's such a phenomenal performer like you. I'm, I'm glad that you had a good time. I certainly, as well, I would love to thank you 
for the interview. Uh, this was an incredibly wonderful experience. And uh, the door is open for more. If you ever want to come back, whenever you want to come back, to do another interview to update your fans and the listeners on what you are up to and what you're doing in the industry, you have an open invitation. You can come back whenever you want. Thank you so much, Lily. Uh, I, I will with pleasure, for sure. Fantastic. I love the sound of that. And uh, listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Papi Chulo. Before we go, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Thank you for downloading One on One with Papi Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on One on One with Papi Chulo, visit poppychuloradio.com slash after dark. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one on one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer, and with that... Raul Costa and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night. Let's go. Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio. And like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.